It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Another day of OTAs, another day of open locker room observations. We have all your updates from Tuesday's practice. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, covering your team, the Cincinnati Bengals, every single day. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere you get your podcast. We're free, and we're everywhere. So hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, hit the thumbs up, send us a review. We appreciate all of that if you appreciate what we do. The hard-hitting analysis you get here on Locked On Bengals, the in-person observations from Mr. James Rapine, who was again at practice on Tuesday in addition to the Bengals open locker room. And James, I see you're wearing the hot take chain. So I guess we're starting the show with a vintage hot take James segment. James, lay it on me. Well, first things first, uh, Jake. I saw something in the Bengals locker room that I've never seen in my uh, as many years I was trying to count, but clearly I'm bad at math. As many years as I've covered the NFL, and it's not just been the Bengals, of course, and I've been in a lot of locker rooms, road and home and all those things. And I, I saw something on, on Tuesday that I had never seen, and it, it piqued my curiosity. And much like last week with Secretariat, I think I have a pretty funny story uh, to share with you and the rest of uh, the Locked On Bengals listeners. And that's why you come to Locked On Bengals, right? So, yeah, I put the, the chain on because I think it's a take that, that I've never seen this, and I'm sure someone else has done it. But have you ever heard of a player getting his own microwave, buying it at wherever the hell you buy microwaves? And if you sell microwaves at your company, you can sponsor Locked On Bengals so I can plug you right here. But – have you ever heard of a player having his own microwave at his at his locker? Because that's something that I, I saw on Tuesday. Have you ever heard of that? No. What stood out to me the last time I was in the Bengals locker room was some of the undrafted rookies, like in that little corner of the locker room. You know what I'm talking about, James. Anyone that's toured the locker room knows a little, like, annex Cut out. area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw some some of the some of those guys had a spike ball set or two set up, and that's a sport that I also play. Would love to play spike ball with NFL players. Probably get destroyed because they're incredible athletes. But no, spike ball set is the weirdest thing I've seen. Microwave, I think, is another another level. Who had a microwave, and and why did you find out why? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, good. I good, perfect. Believe me, I, I bring good news, friend. Uh, it, yeah, it was Joe Burrow. Joe Burr, the, the franchise, the guy who's going to be worth, you know, half a billion dollars next offseason when the Bengals pay him, you know, that guy. And so um, it, naturally, and at least Jesse's the one who noticed it. She was in the locker room and she's like, hey, why does Joe have a microwave in his locker? And I'm like, 
I have no idea. And obviously it's to warm up food. No, duh. Thank you, Mr. Obvious, whoever's saying that as you're listening. But it, it could be other neat- things though. You can warm up other things in microwaves, like heating sure. pads or something. I don't know. And, and, and so, but that's the thing is like, all right, well, why does he have the microwave? And so turns out this microwave, he's used it since he was a rookie, since he came in during, during COVID protocol. And the reason was, is because the cafeteria was, was closed off. They had grab and go right. food, but I don't think he had microwave access. Right. Well, if you recall on draft night, something that he was asked during his 30, 35 minute interview with all the local media on Zoom from his, his parents' house in Athens was about the diet part of it. And he was like, oh, I'm getting a private chef. He's like, that's the first thing I'm doing. Well, he did. I don't know if anybody followed up with that or, or what, but he's had a, a private chef since then. And I watched him today. And, and this is the beauty of open locker room. He walked over to the, the cooler that usually holds a bunch of Gatorades and different drinks for the players. And sure enough, had this nicely prepped meal, popped it in the microwave, and that's why he has it. And uh, so there you go. Joe Burrow, he meal preps just like anybody else that's trying to meal prep and eat healthy. Now he has his private chef do it. But, uh, yeah, gla- he had glassware, this really nice glass glassware, kimchi. He showed us what it was. It was kimchi and a few other things. Really, really healthy. Um, but, yeah, I was like – just a couple words I couldn't say or pronounce. Uh, but, but, yeah, Joe Burrow, the, the first – player that i've covered that has his own microwave in his own locker he just got used to it i guess because at this point he could just go down to the cafeteria right now that it's open again but he must like the convenience i that's a funny story it makes a lot of sense previously because i was i was gonna say yeah he's brown bagging his lunch you know he's bringing he's bringing food with him instead of eating you know whatever is offered by the team that is that is a very intriguing little tidbit. That's why you come to Locked On Bengals. You're right. How else would you know that Joe needs a microwave in his locker room for his private chef prepared food that he heats up? I assume after practice for a little snack. And he's eating fermented foods. He's on the fermented food train with the kimchi. Yeah, and I, I asked him. I was like, "Who's got access to this microwave?" Like, who else has permission to use it? Is this like a nine-to-one connection where he might throw some glassware to Jamar Chase, you know, an extra meal to Chase, and that's about it? Is it the offensive line only? Is it, He was like, oh, no, it's free to the public. That's <laughs> what he said. And I was like, come on, Joe. So a security guard across the building, you know, across the stadium, he can use it. He was like, sure, I don't care. And he shrugged. <laughs> but uh, I, here's the thing is I didn't even notice that microwave until yeah. today, I don't think anyone's using that thing. I don't think anyone's touching it. It looked pretty damn clean. It's sitting on this little uh, cart. And here's the other part you're going to appreciate because you like chess updates, right? Oh, good. Thank you. The, the chess board is not in the locker room right oh, now. Oh, come on. Here's I thought why. I was going to appreciate it. He took it home, which okay. means clearly he's been working on chess and, and, and it, trying to improve his chess game, uh, was trying to bring it or was planning on bringing it Tuesday, did not. I expect to see it next week. But the microwave is on top of the cart or the, the whatever it is. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily – I don't want people to think this is like the mic cart. It's not. It's a much smaller <laughs> thing. Almost like Joe Burrow's locker nightstand. Uh, uh, but, yeah, he says he puts the chessboard on that as well. So expect to see chess updates coming soon. 
maybe the microwave will move and he'll start using the cafeteria microwave. I wonder, is there no fish rule? Like no peanut sauces in case of allergies? Like there's some, I wonder if there's some smell and or food safety rules for microwave use for Joe Burrow in the locker. Yeah, that's a good one. See, I didn't ask that one. I was worried Mm. about usage, but yeah, what does he, what does he warm up? Here's the thing. Don't microwave salmon, Joe. You're going to alienate your neighbors. But I think Joe could get away with that. The yeah. worst part would be like, I don't know, Tyson Anderson. Hey, Joe, you think I can uh, use that, use a microwave real quick? You know, and it probably goes like this, you know, rookie coming up. Hey, Joe, you, you might, oh, yeah, go ahead, Rook. And it's like tilapia and broccoli yeah. and <laughs> Oh, like so. So don't do that. Don't don't warm up your old Indian food or fish or something like that. If you're uh, if you're using Joe Burrow's microwave, but Joe Burrow can continue to do whatever he wants for the foreseeable future, <laughs> including putting a microwave in the locker room to heat up kimchi and other foods that James can't actually even pronounce. Maybe they didn't smell good either. I don't know. Maybe they just have really good air filtration going on in the locker room, maybe part of COVID they brought in the HEPA filters for the air circulation like they do on airplanes. And so you can microwave whatever you want. More, more question fodder for you, James, the next time you have to follow up on the locker room or on the microwave in the locker room. But in addition to microwaves and locker rooms spotted at Bengals facilities today, you had a chance to watch practice and some players returned, some players were absent, some players were on the rehab field. We'll get you all those updates coming up next. You know what food I can pronounce the food that I have each and every day, regardless of the day. And I'm not talking about kimchi or Swiss cheese. I'm talking about built bars, Jake built bars, the number one protein bar on the planet, high in protein, low in sugar, low in calories. And right now, if you haven't heard of them built granola bars are here because I know you eat granola bars. Everyone does. And you probably eat protein bars. Well, don't delay because the best protein bar on the planet meets granola built granola bars are here whether it's white chocolate berry chocolate peanut butter or chocolate coconut they have three amazing flavors that you should try right now by going to built.com you can get a mix pack of all three shipped directly to your house and right now you're going to get 15 percent off with promo code lock 15 so don't delay we're going to have to get joe burrow on the built bar plan he is looking pretty yoked right now whatever his private chef is doing is working out but he could even improve it a little bit more with Built Bars. You can too by going to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. James, you, of course, in addition to an open locker room, observed practice on Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Before we get to the practice really quickly, and I know we need to get to the rehab field and some players that were absent, including uh, Tyler Shelvin, which is a bit of an odd one, the second-year player, Jermaine Pratt, Trey Hendrickson continues his absence from optional activities. Jesse Bates continues his absence from optional activities. And Von Bell also missing this week. Anything else from the open locker room that stood out that you want to share with the fine folks listening to Lockdown Bengals? Um, anything else that stood out? Um, 
Not really. I mean, the, the one thing um, that, that I think has, has been an elephant in, in the room of, you know, of some, and, and it's not something we've covered a ton, at least last week we didn't, but we certainly have talked about Jackson Carmen a lot. And we talked about uh, the defector report and um, the allegations against him and all of those things, but we didn't necessarily cover it last week. Um, and so Jackson was asked about it on Tuesday. He declined to comment. And uh, that was my fear last week um, when when chatting with him is if you mention that, let's say first question, right? Well, everyone wants to get you know something from Jackson Carmen. Well, if it completely shuts down and it ends, then you don't get to talk with Jackson Carmen. And not that he was great by any stretch, but that was that was the part of it. You don't want to cut everybody else off and not let them get quotes too that they need for their writing or their reporting or whatever the hell they're doing. So uh, that was my logic. I'm not trying to explain it away necessarily, but he was asked about it today and he declined to comment, which is kind of what I expected last week. Uh, but that is what it is. Um, so yeah, that's probably the biggest noteworthy thing um, outside of you know Joe Burrow's microwave. Yeah. So you've got Jackson Carmen declining to comment, Zach Taylor preempting any questions back during draft press conferences. It seems as if we will get no comment of any sort from the Cincinnati Bengals organization, whether or not you're hoping for one. I know some people would like them to explain in their minds why the Bengals are okay with employing Jackson Carmen, and many others feel that Jackson Carmen wasn't charged the the investigation was dropped and barring Mm -hmm. new evidence or new information this shouldn't be a news topic but this is the information that we have to share with you i understand that there are a variety of opinions on both sides of this topic and you are certainly entitled to feel the way that you feel or would like to feel or have the opinions that you would like to have about Mm -hmm. this topic because it is difficult and it is complex and so I want to try to respect both sides and, and maybe both sides is the wrong word, but every opinion that exists out there in the world on this relatively difficult topic. No, I, I totally agree. And that's, that's kind of where it is. I don't think we're going to hear from the Bengals about it anymore. Um, yeah. And that's, that, that's just it. And uh, whether it would have been last week or this week, I think that the, the answer would have been the same. So it's a week later than someone, uh, but he declined to comment. Uh, there was no video allowed. Um, so for those that, that want video, I know I, I usually have the video. That's right. uh, that's part of it. So no, there, there was none allowed. But it was four words. So it's not like um, you're missing much there. Didn't miss a ton. So back to on the field. Hakeem Adenergy continues to line up at right guard with Alex Kappa dealing with the core muscle injury. He was back at OTAs or optional mm-hmm voluntary workouts, whatever they're called at this point in the offseason. Practices, training sessions, it's all, walkthroughs. It's all the same, honestly. Uh, he's back there. He's not working, but he is present. On the rehab field on Tuesday were T. Higgins, Trenton Irwin, Brandon Wilson, Logan Logan Wilson, Marcus Bailey, Joe Batchy, and Joseph Osai. Man, a whole lot of linebackers over there with uh, Logan Wilson, Marcus Bailey, and Joe Batchy. Mm-hmm. And in Von Bell's absence, Dax Hill and Trayvon Henderson were, as I understand it, the first team safeties. So those are some of the more interesting absence and injury notes to discuss with uh, the, the Trayvon Henderson, the, the veteran compared to rookie Tyson Anderson, mm-hmm. getting the nod along with Dax Hill to work with the ones at safety. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's not surprising to me, especially with Von Bell. He planned on being there and there was a flight issue and coming off of the holiday with Memorial Day weekend, easy to see a flight getting delayed and messes things up and he can't get the practice because uh, Von, this dude works as hard as anybody. So it uh, was surprising not to see him, but the good news is it's not injury related. A um, couple things. Uh, I did get a bunch of, I was really focused on Osai, Logan Wilson, uh, also tweeted out uh, some clips of uh, Akeem Davis Gaither. Uh, so I got some clips out if you're looking for those guys. But I thought Osai was moving really well, uh, had some good explosions. Same thing with Logan Wilson, which you'd expect. He's coming back from a shoulder. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as Osai is concerned, I, I think it's his wrist more than anything now that he, he's trying to, to get back you know, and, and get that part uh, ready to go. So hopefully he's able to. Um, and then one thing with Kappa, he was smiling ear to ear all practice, man. And I know he, he couldn't participate. Um, but you know, he's talking with Frank Pollock and then I saw, I talked to him in the locker room and he was talking with his teammates and all of these things. And, um, I think he's going to be fine. Didn't look like a guy who was, you know, worried about missing camp or anything. Now, Zach Taylor did say that he's unlikely to participate in any of these off season workouts over the next couple of weeks. It's fine with me. I don't give a damn about these, to be honest with you. Alex, get ready for – get well for camp, right? That's uh, that's where it's at. And that doesn't mean that these aren't important. But for a guy like Kappa, he can still look and, and absorb the playbook and, and all of those things. And, and this is more about making sure he's good to go when when it certainly matters and, and hopefully uh, th- that he'll be able to be one, 100% or, or 1,000% in training camp. Well, and if you look at a lot of the clips, too, that are coming out of like play reps, they're walking through the offensive line is taking like four steps of a pass set. And then Joe Burrow's throwing a vertical route, for example, to Jamar Chase, who's jogging on the route. And so they're not going super hard. Even the positional drill video that I saw on Tuesday, I think Mike Petralia posted a lot of this with Troy Walters working with the wide receivers. You have Jamar Mm -hmm. Chase and, and Tyler Boyd working at maybe half speed working on some of the intricacies of footwork. So they're not, you know, the most intense practices. And I think that that's also a, a Zach Taylor thing that sure. is a lesson that, that he's taken from Sean, uh, Sean McVay and, and just load management seems like a pretty core part of his off-season practice philosophy. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. They aren't. Like, I think I can make it through one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, so like today. but. You know, like, and that's, I don't think I'm an NFL player by any stretch, right? But there's not, there's no hitting. There's no, there's not, I mean, the most contact that I saw, honestly, is probably Joe Burrow and the rest of the quarterbacks going through the the dummies with yeah. arms to the side because they're supposed to brush through them and run through them as they're going side to side uh, before they throw the ball. Like, right. corners aren't getting near wide receivers and vice versa, right. so... Uh, it, it, Troy Walters isn't even, you know, touching the receivers. It's more working on footwork and little fundamental right. things and, and things like that. Before we hit the last notes from Tuesday's OTAs as, as we wrap and up And I got today, some good ones. I got some uh, good ones. Did, did you happen to hear if it was similar issues for Von Bell with the, the flight issues for Jermaine Pratt and Tyler Shelvin, or did you not get an answer on those guys? Zach did not want to go into everybody, so I okay. do not know. Uh, I would imagine, right, like – but, but yeah, you, you, you don't know. It's just, it, it would be weird for them to keep show up to all of these and then not be there today. 
thought I would just ask before we move on. Uh, still, some other notes that we'll talk about from Tuesday's OTAs. There's a reason I put on this hot take chain. You still got yeah. it on for those of you not watching on YouTube. So we'll get it's that hot take. To, yep. And we'll wrap up Tuesday's OTAs to finish the show coming up next. But first, I have to tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online is a one stop shop for all your sports betting needs. And whether it's Major League Baseball, if you're into that, or maybe you want to wager on the 2022 Bengals, you can do that. Whether it's Joe Burrow to win MVP, the Bengals to win the AFC North, the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, you can do all of those things. Plus, the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals are here. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing a throwback NBA jam shirt with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I'm not hiding from it. I'm not running from it. I'm absolutely rooting for the Warriors here. I'm not sure if they're going to win or not. I'm surprised that the Warriors are favored against the Celtics in this series. Uh, they're also favored in game one on Thursday night. So you can wager on that and so much more at Bet Online. So don't delay. Sign up today. That rhymed. Uh, I also just got paid for betting on the Warriors to advance to the NBA Finals before the playoffs with Bet Online. You can make money too by going to Bet Online, signing up for free today. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. The hot take chain is still on. My good friend and co-worker, co-host, James Rapine. Although you're lifting the NBA Jam shirt has hidden it a little bit if you want to. Oh, Make sure I that did. chain is, oh, is oh, visible properly for our YouTube oh, viewers. Oh, man. There, there we, we go. go. Let's go. All right. All right. Get in character, James. Give me the hot take. I mean, it depends on how hot of a take. This, to me, is a hot take because everyone loves CJ Uzama. I'm just looking at Hayden Hurst, and I know it's underwear ball, but the dude can move. I think the Bengals upgraded. I, I think today the Bengals upgraded. I, I watch him. He's so excited. He talked after practice, much like, remember in his, his news conference right after he signed, he's like, man, I have a coaching staff that knows how to use me. And it was like, it's like, man, dude, are, are you sure that this is the attitude you want to take right now? And so we're months removed from that, over two months, almost three months now. And he's like, oh, I made the right decision without hesitating. And, and he just – talking about how he's going to be used and how he fits great and how he loves Burrow and all of these things. And then, and then I watch him out there and th this is what it comes down to. All that talk can be one thing. If I, if he, you know, goes out there and runs with like Ray Maluga, right. Who had cinder block feet. And that's what I used to call Ray Maluga. Sorry, Ray, but that's true. That's how he ran. Hayden Hurst doesn't run like that. He's light on his feet. He's tap dancing. And uh, I, I just, I think in an offense with Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and then Joe Mixon in the backfield, I think Hayden Hurst is going to have um, a lot of yards underneath, and he's going to catch these little quick patterns and make a linebacker miss, and then suddenly it's going to be seven yards that goes to 22 yards. He's just – he's fast, man. And there's a clear difference between him 
and the rest of the tight ends. He moves at a different level. And I get it, Drew Sample, whatever, but he was still a second-round pick. There's a clear-cut difference. Hayden Hurst is – I think if you put him up against Uzama too, and I watched Uzama for years, there would be a clear difference from the way Hayden Hurst moves and, and the way C.J. Uzama moves. Now, still need to see it in pads, but I, I think he's off to a good start. I don't think that – Saying that Hayden Hurst moves well is a hot take. I think the hot take part of this is saying that based on voluntary workouts, he's going to be better than CJ Uzama. And he might be. But, do I mean, it's it's way early days for, for me. And I know you're there watching in person. And, and we I mean, we haven't even seen seven-on-sevens, right? I, they're not even really playing against anything I, yet, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Just checking. I, I just – I'm just – I'm wondering who's going to cover him. I mean, the dude moves. I, really, I mean, yeah. th- think like Logan Wilson of tight ends. Like he's moving well in and out yeah. of everything. And, you know, just saying. Just saying with Joe Burrow. I, all right, here's – would it shock you if Hayden Hurst had better numbers than Uzama? No. No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And, and I don't think it's an insane thing to say that he could be better. I, I just think it's, you know – you know, people talk about Christian Watson drops in Green Bay. And, is that and, a thing? I haven't yeah, seen but, that. that. But he, oh. he dropped passes throughout his collegiate career as well. So more of a thing for him, I think, than Jamar Chase. But, it, you know, people talk about drops with Jamar Chase. It's, you know, there's only so much you can learn from May football is all I'm saying. Yep. No, no doubt there. Uh, just a couple more observations uh, really? No, two more. All right. So, okay. and, and of course, it's wide receivers. Uh, the first one, Stanley Morgan Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. got the most first team reps again. Um, ha- had some nice catches, had a nice deep ball grab. Um, Mike Thomas worked in there a little bit, but it was mostly Stanley Morgan Jr. So take that for what it is. Um, also, Puka Williams. And I know Puka has a lot of fans out there, especially on YouTube. Everyone talks about Puka Williams on our YouTube comments. Puka Williams, one-handed, one-handed this bad boy right up the middle of the field, and it's on air. I get that, but it was an overthrow, and he just plucked it. So I will say he looks – I I think I was lower on him than most last year just watching him run routes and watching his transition and just watching his hands. Like nothing was natural. Nothing was as fluid as it needed to be to be a receiver or considered a receiver. He's looking more and more like a receiver. You can tell he's put in the work because the hands are better. Um, the way he's catching it looks more natural. The way he's running routes is more natural. He obviously had the athleticism, the quickness, all of those things. But, uh, yeah, Puka Williams, uh, stock rising. Now, punt return-wise, didn't see any, and I think that's his path to the roster. But I, I do think he's he's performing well thus far. Stock rising to practice squad lock roster fringe. Is still where I see Puka Williams. Uh, I, I would need to see a lot to be convinced otherwise with him. I needed to see a lot last year, and he ended up on the practice squad. And I don't mean to like shoot it down. He does have athleticism. He does have big play potential, especially in the return game, as you mentioned, James. And we'll see how that goes in camp and in the preseason. And I'm excited to see all that. I just I need more. I need more than Mayball. And, and this has been a consistent theme uh, going back to your – you're Hayden Hurst stuff too. I just, hey, you know. Come on now. Come on we'll, now. We'll see. We'll yep. see. I'm excited for it though. I'm excited for Hayden Hurst. I'm excited to watch him in pads go against the Bengals linebackers and, and hopefully play a little bit in the preseason and 
get a few reps against some other teams. I'm excited for all those things. And I'm, I'm just waiting for football to be played. You know, I, I can't wait for football to be played again, instead of, as, as you said, you know, wearing wearing tights and t-shirts and running on air. Just go ahead and say that you think Drew Sample is tight end one. Just do it. Just get it out of the what? way. What? Just get it out of the way. Uh, how, wait, how did this turn into me liking Drew Sample? Just get it Drew out of the Sample? way. What? I want every <laughs> Locked on Bengals listener oh to tweet at Jake right no. now and say, stop the Drew Sample bandwagon. He's clearly on the Drew Sample bandwagon. Let him know. Let him know that Drew Sample isn't tight end one. And I like Drew, by the way. And I think he's got a, a, a pretty big role on this offense because I don't know if Hayden Nurse is going to block much. But come on, Jake. Come on. I don't like this. Tight end one. It's ridiculous. Why would anyone ever suggest that I would? I've never once had that thought in my entire life. From from the moment Drew Sample was drafted until to, like pick another player that I at least I don't like have you. a track record on. Like Drew Sample's that. a fine pass or a fine blocking tight end. Should have been drafted probably in the fourth or fifth round. Fine blocking tight I like end. You. No matter what, I'm the bad guy here. Now, now you got me talking trash about Drew Sample, who yeah, is fine at a, what he does. What's wrong with you? Be nice. Man, I don't like. Why can't this you anymore. just be nice? I'll be nice to Joe Burrow. Paul Dana Jr. posted a fun video of Joe Burrow staying after practice to run some extra sprints. He said, "Sometimes OTAs don't provide the desired level of intensity that Joe Burrow is looking for in his workouts, and so he stayed after and got some extra sprints in. I like that. He That's was sprinting. Fun. He yeah. was sprinting. Yep." That's fun. He looks good. By the way, going back to the uh, our first little tidbit there on, on Joe Burrow <laughs> in the microwave. You know, I, yeah. this dude looks like he's in crazy shape. Like, and you get you can see him in person and like up close. Um, dude's in good shape. So it's that's great news. It is good news. Yeah, that's gonna do it for this Jake episode. Jake thinks of- Jake thinks Drew Sample is tight end one. Cut just, let me, just let me just let me cut you off on purpose. I know. Just all right. We'll you off the side of the road, baby. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We're still going every day this week. A programming note that we will reiterate for the next uh, couple of days, at least, is as the Bengals are going into offseason mode, so are we. Starting next week, we will likely be down to three episodes a week for a few weeks, as James and I recharge the batteries as the Bengals take a little bit of time as well. We'll still have you covered with Tuesday updates as long as the open practices are going on and those will be happening for the next couple of weeks, but a little bit of a programming note there that will start next week. Until next time, Bengals fans, thanks for listening. day and have a good one. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.